Captain's log. Date unknown. Our crew has been lost beyond the Milky Way for several days now. Our food and fuel are running low. The situation is dire, but the crew's determination remains high. First Officer Robin is confident that our name is within reach. I will provide another update when we know more. End transmission. I'm Leith. And I'm Amir. And this is We Forgot the Name. It is a podcast. That it is. We are once again joined in the studio today by Robin. How are you doing today, Robin? Fantastic. Good to hear. I'm glad you're doing good, too. Yeah. So uh, he is dressed up very Mm spooky-like. If uh, you want to know what that looks like, it's our uh, album cover or whatever episode cover for our spooky, scary bonus episode. Yeah. It is also on the Reddit page, so there's that. And it will also be on the Instagram page if you, if you go to that one. Oh. Yeah. We have so many pages. A lot of pages. A lot of pages. So many pages. So many. They're mostly just pictures of Robin. <laughs> well, he is our mascot. Yeah, and it's not weird at all to have uh, two college students dressing up a teddy bear and taking pictures of it. It's not weird. No, no. There's no. worse things that people do at college. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, how the week going for you? Uh, it's been a little stressful. Oh? Yeah, I have a show tonight. Oh, yeah. Play. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Yeah. I get to play an older version of me, which is cool. <laughs> I thought he was a pyromaniac. Again. Oh, okay. <laughs> thanks. The more you know. No, he's just, like, dopey older man who, like, plays with, like, model ships and stuff. Like, that's what what he does. He's very aloof. And I feel like that's just me when I get older. (laughs) Lights, fireworks. Lights, fireworks. Questionable morals. Mm, mm -hmm, Of course. (laughs) He's great. (laughs) How has your week been? Um, pretty nice. We got off of uh, fall break was earlier this week. It was fun. Oh, the uh, fall break, what was that? I didn't have a fall break. What? No, I've spent the entire time practicing. Oh. Um, I read a bunch of comics and a book. I chillaxed. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sleep in because that would mess up my sleep schedule. Sleep schedule? What's yeah. that? It took me forever to set one, and now I'm scared if I break it for one day, it'll ruin it. Okay, so I have a bed, right? I own a bed, Uh huh. right? You sleep on the couch, don't you? And I have a living room next to my bedroom. Uh-huh. I slept on the couch last night. Oh, okay, so it's not a nightly thing, just last night. Well, it happens more often than you think. But, oh. like, I don't know what happened. I got home, okay, I know what happened. I was at practice from 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. to midnight last night. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's... What? <laughs> yeah, 5 p.m. you get there, you get dressed. By 7.30, we did read-through. By 9.30, we were actually running the show on stage, and then that went until midnight. Wait a minute. I was in the theater on stage rehearsing for my concert that is this Sunday. We were, we had, we were waiting for you to get off stage. Okay, I was going to say, did you guys just, like, take a break? No, we, we, like, we read downstairs. 
That's so dumb. Why not just, okay, show up at nine because orchestra practice ends at 830. In all honesty, it was probably a pretty good use of our time. Okay. We had some, still had some line issues. Oh, okay. In the shows today, so. All right, makes sense. I don't know. I I saw your car there, and I was like, oh, I wonder if they just got done with practice. Like, <laughs> no, like, I assumed, like, you had practice at, like, four or five, mm-hmm. and when I got there at, like, six for choir practice to start on stage, I thought, you guys, okay, let's talk in a different room, and then we're going to be done. I didn't know you were getting were Yeah, no, impressed. we were eating donuts and drinking apple cider downstairs and reading off our lines. Nice. Yeah, it was a fun time. I got a fancy coat. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Coat. yeah it's my orchestra uniform <laughs> even better it's like a spiffy like suit coat and i'm required to wear it and i'm like fantastic do you own it or is it just for your costume i own it until april and then oh, i have to bring it back because that? that's when our last concert is nice yeah fun times cool yeah Welcome to Fandom News. Let's get down and nerdy. Oh, you sound like... (laughs) What are you doing? Boy. I'm a girl. Boy. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) No, it's, it's, it's Kratos. He says boy a lot. Oh, oh no, we're talking about God of War, aren't we? Yes, we are. (laughs) Episode 9 deleted itself last time I did this. Oh, gosh. So here we are again. Oh, yeah, if you were not here for season (laughs) 1, we recorded episode Mm 9, and then we went to edit, and episode 9 was not there, despite us saving it. Right. And so we decided, nope, we're done with this. There is no episode 9. I guess not. Like episode one, episode nine is cursed. Yes. One nine. It's great. Anyway, so I did cover this before, but mm-hmm. Gonzo. So. Gonzo, yeah. like the Muppet? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even know there was a Muppet named Gonzo. Yeah, he's the one who always gets like shot out of cannons and stuff. I haven't seen the Muppets really. My childhood. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, I, sad leaf noises. A little disclaimer <laughs> before we start. This game tam- came out in tw- so okay. The first one came out in 2018. <laughs> so I'm talking about the sequel, and so there are spoilers for the first game. But if you haven't seen it yet, are you still excited about the whole childhood thing? <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> okay, I guess we'll be done. Okay. Okay, good. I'm sorry. I'm being annoying. You just like flip like a switch. It's great. Yeah, 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, so God of War 2022. Oh. Wow. What's this one? God of War Ragnarok? Mm Mm-hmm. Should we recap the first one? I'll recap the first game. Very briefly. Okay, so. Just for context? Why not? All right. Mm -hmm. So God of Boy, right? What? <laughs> That's it. Everyone calls him God of Boy because God of Boy. He's, because he's boy. Yeah. Boy. Okay. Boy. Anyway. Boy. <laughs> How's my uh, Kratos impression? It's great. Boy. 
boy, oh boy. I'm sorry. You could probably do a really good uh, Yondu impression. Yondu. Oh, the blue. D- yeah. uh, Mary Poppins. Yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. Is that decent? It was it's probably wonderful. awful. It was great. It was great. Anyway, so God of Boy shows boy. up. <laughs> shows up in Norseland after killing the entire Greek pantheon. Norseland. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Very brief recap of God of War. Okay. Kratos' family died, so he killed all the gods. That's not exactly what happened, but sure. He killed his family. Oh. And they blamed the gods for it. Kratos killed his family, went, gods, you suck, killed all the gods. He may have kind of been under the influence of a god at the time, the God of War. So he killed the God of War, became the God of War, found out he's the son of Zeus, and then killed Zeus and all the other gods. Oh. Fun times. And yeah. then went, ah, that's no fun. And then he killed Norse land. Oh. But he survived. Mind. Wait. Oh, boy. Video game logic. <laughs> <laughs> he stabbed himself in the chest with the god-killing sword thing, and then he survived somehow. Wait a minute. So he's like, I got to kill all the gods. Looks in Including a mirror and goes, himself. wait a minute. Ah. No, Kratos hates gods with a passion. But he is one. So he hates, by extension, he hates himself. It's like Barty from yeah, our uh, D&D campaign. Man. So, right. So, okay. Important or unimportant thing. Blades of Chaos, right? Mm-hmm. Athena gave them to him the second time. First time, he's given to him by Ares. They're these really cool blades that are, like, chained to his arms. Ooh. Anyway, those came off after he died, I think. Anyway. So Athena's like, you need those back. And then he used them to kill Athena. Nice. At some point. He's so uh, thankful for his gifts. He is the angriest of the people, really. <laughs> he's, he's all rage all the time. But anyway, so he went to Northland, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. He fell in love with, with, a, with a woman there. All righty. And then they had a kid. Boy. 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 And, then, and then mother died. Oh. Leaving him, his, her axe, and then also the boy. <laughs> Boy. And he spent most of the time away from his boy, Atreus. His boy. Yeah. He spent a lot of time away from him, so the whole game's about like them building the relationship because he was never around. Oh, wait. So he was absentee father. Then he mom was, disappeared, and he, boy was like, wait. He was emotionally distant, at least. Oh, okay. He, he was, was there. He was just emotionally absentee father. Yeah. Okay. And so this is him like building connections with his son and becoming more of a, like a person because his okay. son thinks he's a person and doesn't know that his father's a god. Who kills people? He didn't. He Other didn't, gods. He doesn't know. Right. Mm. Okay. So then the mother dies. The mother's like, hey, I want you to spread my ashes on the top, on the tallest mountain in all the realms. Okay. And so that's the plot of the game. So they're going to do that. And well, there's a big twist at the end, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Loki is Atreus. Gasp. His son. Mega gasp. Also, Kratos' wife was, <gasps> was, was a Jotun, or otherwise known as a giant. Oh. But giants aren't always big. They're just a race of people. Oh. Well, alrighty then. So, Kratos married a giant, had mm-hmm. a kid. Now this kid is half god, half giant, Loki. Nice. It's amazing. And the story is about Loki or Atreus. Atreus mm-hmm. was the name uh, he uh, Kratos wanted to have because Atreus was a really like was like a bright spot of his military career. So oh. Kratos was a Spartan general before he became the god of war. Ah, anyway, I see. 
So now he's the God of War in Norseland. He's killed a bunch of gods already, including mm-hmm. Baldur, Thor's mm-hmm. brother, and both of Thor's sons, oh. Magni and Modi. I'm sure that won't cause any animosity at all. And so Thor is now mad at them, obviously, and so is Odin. Ah, and he's already freed all the Valkyries. Okay. And yeah, so anyway, next game. By killing Baldur, he started Ragnarok. Oh. Early. <laughs> oh, that's not good. So, uh, the plot of this game is trying to figure out Loki's, you know, who he is. Mm-hmm. Also dealing with the coming of war. Oh, no. <laughs> and since Kratos is the god of war, he's like, but I don't want to do that anymore. Kratos doesn't like killing gods anymore. Kratos is like, been there, done that. It's old now. He's like, been there, done that. There are consequences. Oh, fair enough. Like, I think Wait, he... Wait, there are consequences to murder? He killed, like, he, he killed Poseidon, like, flooded an entire, like, city. Ah, it's fine, well, it's he, fine. He, he, killed, and he killed another god and, like, released, like, a, like, a, like, a plague. Like, these, like, there are consequences to killing gods. <laughs> it's fine. And so, yeah, anyway. So, that's the plot of this game. Uh... We're going to have him go after Tyr, T-Y-R, the mm-hmm. Norse god of war. Oh, boy. Because he wants his help with stopping a war. Oh, like Kratos isn't trying to kill him. He's like, let's team up and not war. What you think? Kratos, I think, admires him a little bit. Oh. In a weird way. Okay. Like, He's like, hey, you're not Ares. Hey, Nowhere to go but up. Because well, Tyr's the god of, like, stopping wars. Oh, like, okay. So, like the opposite of Kratos. Yeah, I see. And then, but obviously, Thor's mad. So, at the end of the first game, uh, there's like a little like five years later cutscene mm-hmm. that shows Thor arriving at their house, and I'm assuming there's a battle ensues that uh, Kratos and Atreus are forced to leave their home. Okay, something we should bring up. Chubby Thor arrives at their house. Chubby Thor, yes. He's a red-headed, bigger-built individual. He's got quite a belly. He's got, he's got a belly. He's got a belly. Basically, Avengers Endgame, but with red hair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's he's, he's a little wider-stanced. He's broader than Chris oh, Hemsworth. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, he's, he's a big... He's, he's a big... He's a, he's, a, he's a big dude. And... It's not like it hasn't already been kind of, like, foreshadowed in the game. Yeah, other characters make comments about it, right? Like, uh, the character that uh, hangs off of Kratos' belt. Oh? Mimir. (laughs) I love when you bring up Mimir, because I'm like, please stop referring to yourself in the third person. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is different, though. This is the one, this is the Norse one. He's a Norse god that's a severed head, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, and he's like prophecies or something. He's like knowledge and knowing knowledge. things. Yeah. I know things. Yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah. Hang yeah. me to your belt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Uh, they're going to meet, uh, I think, uh, I'm not exactly sure how it's pronounced, but Loki's eventual lover in this oh. game. Her name is Agarboda. Agraboda? Yes, I think so. She's so a giant, she, but not like a giant. She's a normal-sized person, but... 
I'm just still caught on the name Agraboda because it's like you combined with Agraba from Aladdin with boat. Agraboda. Yeah, they meet together and they mate together oh. as adults. They're both kids right now. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't he a boy? They're kids. Also, I like to mention, they meet the world serpent, Jormungandr, okay. in this game. And they like go, they, like, in the previous game, they swim inside of his belly. Oh. Just, it's so crazy. Jormungandr, the world serpent yeah. that they swam inside of, is Loki's son. But he already exists. Right. See, back in see in Ragnarok, Thor and the world serpent will have a huge battle. And that'll cause, and the, the blast from Mjolnir will cause a shattering of the world tree. And the world serpent will be sent back in time before his own birth. Oh, because that's not weird. <laughs> what, who am I kidding? We're talking about mythology. Of course, it's weird. It's fine, right? Uh, anyway, I predict there's going to be an element of time travel in this game. Where that Loki, could be cool. Where Loki turns into a fly. Okay. And he bites the finger of their uh, dwarven friend while they're making Mjolnir. Why do you think this? Because in, in Norse mythology, Thor has to wear special gloves Mm-hmm. And his belt. Well, his belt just amplifies his power, but his special gloves okay. allow him to use Mjolnir because when the dwarves are forging it, a fly, commonly referred to as Loki, bit one of the people's fingers that oh. caused it to have a slight flaw. So they, like, because Loki wasn't born at that time, you think time travel is going to happen? I'm assuming they're going to do something to, like, he's going to do something to prevent Thor from being as powerful. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it's gonna be so cool. Yeah. Uh, promising, even like huge monster battles, probably again. Ooh. They had like a like a thousand foot tall giant. <laughs> like oh my god, it was insane. <laughs> like I don't know. Like his hand was like the size of like a building. It was insane. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, this, I I think it's gonna be a great game. They've promised new combat styles, because, which is always fun. Like I think more. Blades of Chaos focused since the winter mm, and their mm-hmm. fire. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay. Is there a release date for this game yet uh, or no? I think it's 2022. I'm not sure exactly when. I can do a little research, though. Oh, boy. I put God if war. <laughs> God if war. Anyway, yeah, so, so Atreus or otherwise uh, Loki keeps selling... Uh, Kratos, that he needs to stop thinking like a dad and start thinking like a commander. Oh. And Kratos hates that because it's too close to his, like, origins. Kratos is like, boy. And boy is like, no. Soldier. And Kratos is like, boy. Right? Does that that summarize it? Why do you? Boy. And, like, I think, because Atreus is also mad that they're hiding Oh, wait, wait, wait. Kratos is like, no, no, no. There are consequences to violence. And Loki be like, but violence. Oh, he has a lot of his father in him. I was going to say daddy's boy. He's definitely took after his mother for a long time. But as soon as he figured out he's a god, he's gotten a lot more close to dad. So he took after his mother until he found out he had power. And then he reacted like Kratos reacts to power. Yeah, uh, he has a period of time. It's just all it says right now is 2022. Anyway. Okay, um, so God of War coming out sometime in 2022. Yeah, as soon as he got power, 
he like decided that he can do whatever he wants now. Oh, and, nice. And uh, anyone who doesn't have power, he's like, little people don't don't matter. Nice. And so Kratos had this laugh that out of him. Not like he didn't actually hit him, but like Atreus did hit Kratos, though. It's fine, though. It's fine. Anyway. Okay, then. <laughs> anyway, Kratos is a good dad this time around. <laughs> and you should check out the game. All right. So uh, this week on the random middle segment that we never know what we're doing in. Yeah. We're doing something new. Right. Yeah. Books. Books. <laughs> we, we, we book. You book. We all book. Book recommendations. Because we talk about books sometimes. Mm, that good book smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. this isn't weird at all. No, it's fine. It's fine. I love books. Do you love books? I like books a lot. I wouldn't say love books. I, I, oh. like, I like books. I was a struggling reader for a long time. Oh. It wasn't until, like, middle school I actually started to, like, understand reading to, like, you know, for a purpose. I used to read, like, two books a week. Yeah, see, there's a difference there. Before I knew how to read, I would memorize the words in picture books and quote-unquote read them to myself, like... I can tell you about all the books in Skyrim. (sighs) Of course you can, because they're a video game. (sighs) Okay, but book recommendation... Yeah. Do you have book to recommendation? I do have books. It actually correlates to what I said about fifth grade. Oh? Is this the book that got you into reading for a purpose? Uh, yes, it is, actually. Ooh. What, what, so, what is book? <clears throat> what is author? Oh, the author? Oh. Oh, if you don't know monster. Monsters. <laughs> I read the word monster on my thing. If you don't know author, it okay. Okay. Um, I think it's James Patterson, but I'm not entirely sure. Oh? And maybe it's not maybe it's not James Patterson. Anyway, I back in fifth grade, mm-hmm. I didn't like reading. My English teacher knew that. Decided to give me a book to read. What book? Maximum Ride. That is by James Patterson. All right, awesome. I, I'm glad I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read it. I and I loved it. I read the entire series that year. Okay, so very briefly, like just a couple sentences. What is it about? Maximum Ride is about a group of... I thought you were just going to say Maximum Ride. Maximum Ride is the (laughs) name of the main character, which is kind of edgy, if you think about it. It is. And it's also a girl main character. I thought it was a boy at first, because her name, like, they call her Max. And I'm like, wait, why do they keep having typos for his pronouns? I'm like, wait. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's my first thought, too. Um, Group of teenagers. Mm Mm-hmm. That all have wings. They're like genetic experiments, aren't they? They're ex- genetic experience bur- experiment bird people. <laughs> one of them is one of them is bl- blind. Yeah, Izzy. Yeah, Izzy's blind. Gas man. Uh huh. That's one of them. Yeah. Fang. He's really edgy. He's like he, the most edgy. He's like emo personified. Yeah, he is. He he is, he's the black wings also. So I was yeah. Just saying. yeah. Um, and then there's Angel, the youngest. Mm-hmm. I think the first one's called Project Angel, actually, or the Angel Project. I think so, something like that, like Maximum Ride, the Angel Project. Yeah, it's really good. And it then is they, a good and series. She has a half brother 
named Ari. She Max or she Angel? Oh, like who Max. are you talking? Okay, Max has a half brother. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wonderful, wonderful series. Gets a little weird towards the end. I'll yeah, it does. The ending, like the last book, just kind of seemed a little like rushed ending. I do really like the story though. Yeah, it is like definitely good story. And story. I love how every time they, they every time they try to have a normal life, it doesn't work out. Ah, it's fantastic. Anyway, okay. Yeah, nice. Oh, on to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Eliza and her monsters by Francesca Zappia. Ooh. Sorry, every time I look up her name, her last name is uh, all caps, so Francesca Zappia. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, Eliza is the main character, and she's a webcomic artist for this, like, millions of reads webcomic. Like, people make fan art, their entire fan websites dedicated to this webcomic. And she has social anxiety, and she's an anonymous artist, and her parents are like, oh, that little webcomic you do, because they don't realize how big of a deal it is. And she makes a friend at school who is a fanfic writer for her webcomic and doesn't realize that she's the creator. And they both have, like, social anxiety, and they both, like, connect better to people online. And so it tackles, like, online friendships versus in-person friendships and, like, how online things can still be legit. And mini spoiler, like halfway through the book, her anonymity is taken away and people figure out who she is. Yeah. And so it kind of deals with like cyberbullying a little bit. It's not super, super into that, but just kind of like people bombarding her with information and stuff and like effects of that. So it's, it's a pretty cool book. I've read it a couple of times. It's, I like it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. You got another one? Yes. All right. Alex Ryder. I have not read these. I read them. All of them. Oh? Not all of them. I think there are like five of them. Is this a pretty long series? Yeah, it's a pretty long series. Um, Let's see. How many many were there? Uh, There's about... There's about ten or or, or more uh, books. Oh, wow. Anyway. Uh. Anthony Horowitz is the author. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Good books. Kind of James Bond, but like as a teenager. Oh, nice. They're definitely, you know, teen fiction. Yeah. Because uh, this, this is the most prominent time I read books in my life. Fair. Um, I mean, a lot of people read teen fiction even as adults. Yeah, so teen fiction, really good books. Kind of like Sherlock Holmes, kind of like James Bond. Might be also kind of why I have a thing for spies. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a spy. He's a spy. Okay. He gets trained by a group that trains teenage spies. Also, okay. remind me kind of Spy Kids a little bit. Okay. Um, spy Kids meets James Bond meets Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. It's great. Good books. Um, he basically goes in and he kills people. Well, he does that. He's a, he's like a teenage boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for realizing that in the middle of recommending the book series. <laughs> anyway, um, like it's very like Bond villainy, like oh man, this evil corporation dude, or like uh, one. Of the, well, I was reading one of the books and I was like, oh, I totally get it. It's about cyborgs. Like, oh okay. Um, this is really like really interesting concepts of like, yeah, I don't know. I just like the books. They're okay, good. it's been a lot since I've read them. Sound good. But I do recommend them. Alrighty. 
Although I will say, they're not like I wouldn't recommend them as for like adults exactly. I don't know. Oh, uh, like they're more for like their teens. Like they're kind of immature looking back on them, but they're good to read when you're in like middle school, high school. Exactly. Okay. It goes with a lot of books though. Yeah. Back to me. Yeah. Okay. Not even bones. Mm. It's the first book. This is why I said monsters earlier because I glanced at my notes. Whoops. The series is called Market of Monsters. Oh, okay. Uh, it's by Rebecca Schaefer. It's a trilogy novel series, but it's also being turned into a webtoon on webtoon. So, yeah. But Not Even Bones, uh, it's a world where there are supernatural creatures like vampires and werewolves, but also like lesser known stuff like uh, Kelpies, Capybaras, um they have these things called zannies, which I think are original to the book. They're, they eat people's pain. And so they will like torture people in order to eat their pain. They're Ooh. creepy. Um, I like it. Some of them are harmless. Like there's this type, I forget what they're called, but they literally just glow in the dark. That is their entire superpower. Like harmless. Some of them are like zannies or vampires, like mega dangerous. So it's legal to hunt and kill them. Main character is Nita. Her mom hunts and kills uh, Anita Hero. Huh? Anita Hero. What? Her name, the name is Anita, right? Yeah. Anita Hero. Anita Hero. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no. <laughs> but her mom uh, hunts and kills these creatures, the ones that are legal to kill and the ones that are illegal to kill because. She likes breaking the law and Nita dissects them and like gets their remains in order because people will like drink vampire blood to extend their lives or whatever. So her mom hunts them for the purpose of selling their body parts. Interesting. Nita gets kidnapped and taken to a death market because she has the ability to like control her bodily functions in order to heal herself. Like okay, I'll increase blood cell count in this area and it'll heal this wound type of thing. Like it's okay. very science-y superpower. Um, or she'll be like, I'm going to increase the cones in my irises to see better. Like that kind of thing. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of cool. Makes sense. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I magically heal. It's like, no, I have to focus my mind and like use science to heal. But And the first book at least is about her trying to escape this death market she has found herself in without her mom's help. Fun times. Very fun times. So like her, uh, this lady is keeping her captured and then her uh, cell like guard is a Zanny. And she's like, no, I'll turn off my pain receptors. Ha 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 ha. It's great. It's fantastic. It's kind of dark at some points, but it's, it's a pretty good series. I do have one more. Oh, boy. Uh, Steelheart. Oh? Do you, have you read it? No. Steelheart is like the, is kind of like the boys. Oh? It's like normal people fighting against superheroes. Really superheroes fast. are bad. Really fast. It is by Brandon Sanderson. Yes, it is. Okay. Brandon Sanderson. Continue. Steelheart Brand is the boys fighting against superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> they have a group. Uh, they're fighting against superheroes. One specific superhero, the name of Steelheart. Oh. Um, I, uh, he got powers. Not really sure why he deserves them, but he has them. He 
he was like a school bully before. Oh. And I think, oh man, I think he uh, turned the entire city into like steel. Oh, wait, so like his superpower is like Midas, but steel instead of gold? I'm not entirely sure what all his powers are. I don't remember. It's been a while. Oh, okay. But like this group of people like use things that mimic superpowers to like combat superpowered entities. So kind of like technology versus superpowers. Yeah. That's cool. I think it's, I think the main character's dad died by a steel heart anyway, too, so. Oh, fun times. Anyway, so like it's a story about like these humans fighting against these superpower people. And then the next one, like that was the first book. Second mm-hmm. book, um, you find out more about like how these pa- people have powers. Oh, okay. And the main character even gets offered one. Oh, so they're given, they're not like born. Yeah, by an entity named Calamity. That's a lovely name. It's so cool. You know things are going to be great when Calamity is the name of you also, you also know a series is good enough when I ask a library to get the book from a different library so I can read it. Oh, yeah. okay, I yeah. Nev- I would never do that. No, yeah. that involves socialization. I know, right? <laughs> so yeah, it was that good. Okay, so we have the Maximum Ride series by James Patterson. Yes. Eliza and Her Monsters by Francesca Zappia. Um, Alex Ryder series. Who was that by? We said it earlier. We said it earlier. We said it earlier. You can go back and see. (laughs) Not Even Bones by uh, Rebecca Schaefer Mm -hmm. and Steelheart by, we said it earlier. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I can't remember the things I Googled. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, those are our book recommendations. Have fun reading. Yeah, you could check them out or not. Yeah. Yeah. Go support your local library. Yeah. Libraries are cool. Yeah. They're kind of going to wayside a little bit, but it's okay. It's fine. I like books. Yeah. I prefer physical books, online books anyway. So. Yeah. If you have book recommendations. You can send them to you us. Could, you could tell us. You could put them on Reddit. You could tweet it. You could Instagram message it. Yeah. We might check them out. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Maybe do a review if we read one. Yeah, yeah, I'm all down for that. That'd be cool. I do want to read one of the books you ordered, though. I ordered a <laughs> bunch of books. When we talked about Trisha Lovenseller, I ordered, like, all of her books that I don't have. So yeah, I haven't I'll, read them yet, but I I'll ordered them. that, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> so, I... So accidentally themed this episode without realizing it yeah my I weird saw. news is about books no not books yes more books we're, re- we're we're losing all of our illiterate listeners it's about books <laughs> okay this one is actually it's not like a fandom news book thing it is weird news so it's about There's something weird, weird to do with a books burn them no fahrenheit 451 no have you heard of carmen mola No. She is a very popular Spanish writer, like from Spain, Spanish author. And people love her stories so much so that Spain has 
a Planeta Literary Prize. And they're like, hey, Carmen Mola, you win this prize. Like, it is the literary prize in Spain. And they're like, Carmen Mola, you get this prize. Well, she is a recluse. No one has seen her before. Do you see where this is going? It's a fake identity. It's a fake identity? Kind of, kind of. Who do you think is Cameron, or Cameron, Carmen Mola? Come on, come on. Who Who's fake? Like. Spider-Man. No. <laughs> Three middle-aged male screenwriters. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> Carmen Mola is, oh. Yeah, we yeah, are, yeah. We are Carmen. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> so she has a series of highly successful novels in Spain, enough that they're giving her this, like, uh, her work, like, The Beast. They're giving her this prize. And the prize, like, the award for first place is um, 1 million euros. Oh, man, that's good. Which is just over a million dollars. That's really good. And these three men are like, yeah, so um, she fake. We're Carmen. We're Carmen. We decided it was time that the truth come out. Oh, that's so great. I love it. It's fantastic. And so four years ago, they were like, hey, we're all three friends. What if we just write a novel together, combine our talents? And Carmen Mola was born. That's amazing. I love this. <laughs> it reminds me of a lot of the scene from Legends of Tomorrow. Oh? One of the, like, the not-so-emotional characters, mm-hmm. like, known for his, like, I don't feel anything. Like, he's, like, a writer under, like, a fake name of a woman's name. And has sappy, yeah, love Yeah, sappy w. love stories. <gasps> yes! And I love it. he gets, like, called in to, like, because he's famous now, and, like, the hand reveals his identity and stuff. It's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Or like, um, have you ever seen the series Bones? No. Um, it's written by a like a forensic anthropologist, a real forensic anthropologist wrote books about like her life, and those got turned into a TV series. And so the main character is a forensic anthropologist who is an author a very famous author. So she'll be like, like, they'll be like, oh no, we have to get into this restaurant to interview this person. She's like, I can get us in. They're like, reservations are six months out. She's like, yeah, and I'm a famous author. Let's go. <laughs> that actually happened. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Also, it reminds me of Drake and Josh. Oh. One time Josh was writing from the newspaper mm-hmm. in the advice column. Oh boy. As a lady. And he dressed up as one, too, in order to get into the spirit. And Fantastic. Drake caught him. Drag queens at its finest. <laughs> <sighs> or, you know, how a bunch of people theorize Nicholas Sparks is actually a woman. Or Shakespeare. People think that, too. Oh, really? I have somebody said that before. Oh, I didn't know that. You have to, I sometimes you have to wonder... 
how many figures in history actually were like just how many important male figures of history actually got all their ideas from a woman in history, but they couldn't say anything about it. That's true. Well, or like um, Sappho, I learned about her in one of my English classes. She was a very, very, very prominent Greek poet. And she wrote poems about like, man, this woman is so beautiful. I love her, yada, yada. And people are like, okay, was she gay? Or, or since she was the only female poet at the time, was she following the standard for writing poetry in which you talk about how beautiful a woman is because, like, that is how poetry works? Like, is she just mimicking, like, not mimicking, but, like, following the, like, standards of poetry for her time? It's possible. Either one is possible, and we don't know enough to know. I would say the Greeks, though, were very more okay with that. Oh? Yes. Oh. The Greeks had a lot of... uh, the Greeks were very um, expressive with the human form. Uh-huh. Care to expand on that? Well, the Greeks were... Um, <laughs> the uh, Spartan soldiers were encouraged to sleep with each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> it promoted unity. Mm-hmm. And, if you, and the rationale is you're also protecting someone you love and care about. So we just found out uh, a fun fact about Kratos. Because <laughs> wasn't he a Spartan soldier? Yes, he was. A commander, actually. So uh, we just found out a fun fact about Kratos. Let me double check that little tidbit. Because I've heard it here at college. Oh. But I want to make sure it's completely okay. What do you mean completely okay? I want to make sure that it's honest. I don't want to make make oh, facts. Oh, okay. I'm like, why would I? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So yes, it is legit. They actually had um. <laughs> yeah. They. Uh, yeah. She's like, Don't mind me. <laughs> it was important. <laughs> Apparently, there's also this the system where they would uh like. Violent sneezing. Sorry. Continue. I also have the system where they would uh have like uh older, like, Spartan no, no older Greek men. Would mm-hmm. take like a younger, like I don't know, like adult, younger adult, and they would have a relationship. Adult by adult, do you mean like twelve or fourteen? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, they would like you know, and then they'd have that kind of relationship, but mm-hmm. all on the way, it's like also like a mentorship. Mm-hmm. I've heard about that when we were talking about Sappho in my uh, literature <laughs> oh, class. You did hear about this? Okay, good. I want to yeah. make sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're very okay with that stuff, and so it could definitely be them just being expressing their so are you telling me greeks were the original gays they were super okay with it <laughs> they were super okay with it the more you know look at greek art
So I started recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that is on audio. Yay. Yeah. This is what we do in the in, in, in between. Yeah, we just laugh at each other mockingly. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Sometimes we have better conversations outside of recording. Yeah. It happens. Because we can sing without having to worry about it being copyrighted. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, qua. Using my native Southern American accent sounds comical when speaking Spanish. How do I fix this? From Cotton. Hmm. Hmm. Does Cotton have a Southern American accent? No, Cotton did research and found random questions on the interweb. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how I solved that problem. I don't even know how that would sound like... Because a southern accent southern is kind of like, howdy, y'all, you know? Howdy, y'all. But how does that, like... I can't do the accent without sounding like a stereotype. I was going to say, it sounds condescending. Like when people are like, I don't want to learn Spanish. I just want to learn the words. I don't want to do the correct pronunciation when I try. Like, so like... Should I, should, should I try it? Something I learned in Spanish class, you know, like... Tu eres un lapis. You are a pencil. (laughs) (laughs) But like when I try to do that with a southern accent, it's like, tu eres un lapis. Like it sounds, like you're not doing the right pronunciation. It sounds like that stereotypical like person who doesn't want to like actually learn the pronunciation. They're just like saying Spanish words Mm -hmm. like sombrero. (laughs) Like sombrero. Sombrero. You get it? El Boca al Baño. You want to try? I don't have a good. I don't have a good southern accent. I don't either. So how do you fix that? A la biblioteca. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> a la biblioteca. <laughs> For the record, I'm sure this is obvious. We are not native Spanish speakers. No. Although it did come in handy the other day, knowing a little bit of Spanish. Oh. I had to to, to, had to translate French. Oh. In class. But you don't speak French. Right, but they're, they're, they're romance languages. Mm. So they kind of, okay, I see. Yeah. So um, I would say my advice is embrace get, get the comedy. Get a different accent. <laughs> I would say embrace the comedy. No, Mimir no. says get a different accent. Yeah, just change it. Fair enough. Which fictional place would you love to visit? Hmm. Oh, it's a hard question. Uh, let me think of fictional places. Do you have one? Not top ahead. I'm going through all the magical places I can think of, though. Asgard. Oh. Alrighty. Uh... There's, there's, a giant rain, there's a giant rainbow bridge in Asgard. <laughs> Fair enough. So um, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Harry Potter. But Hogwarts? I know, scandalous. No, not Hogwarts. Um, But just like uh, Diagon Alley. Oh, Or like their whole, like, um, like, the wizarding world. Like, not Hogwarts, but, like, when he's going to, like, the bank and stuff. Like, that kind of thing. Like, I don't really like Harry Potter, but that Harry Potter universe and, like, Universal Studios or wherever it is 
seems really cool and I would like to check that out because that like I think it's a cool world concept. I just don't like the plot of the books. I like world concepts a lot. Like John Wick. You like you like the world building of that. Oh. It's very they never explain it. It's very complex and they just throw you right into it. That's fantastic. Yes. So I guess another place I like to visit the Continental Hotel. The what? The Continental Hotel from John Wick. Okay. What's the worst Ruby remake, movie remake you've ever seen? Uh, remake? Oh, by the way, because I don't know if we've been saying this. All of these are from Cotton. Yeah. Um, let's see. Remake. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. A remake. It's the remix. I have one. What is it? It's not a movie remake. It's a movie version of a TV series. Avatar. The Avatar movie, like, (laughs) why is their fighting so slow? You could punch faster than you can do their, like, earth bending. Yeah, because that's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fast. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yes, that is a terrible, terrible adaptation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, I would say the Percy Jackson movies. They're not a remake, but they're a version of books. Yeah, they're not good. Uh, No, the author is like, I wish they never existed. Yeah, they're not good. Uh, Yeah. Oh, man. There's, there's, there's so many other ones. I think the Alex Ryder movie probably was very oh, good. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I have one. What? This one is somewhat, some people don't agree with me. Um, Into the Woods. The original Broadway one was really funny, and the Disney remake was really dark. So I like the Disney soundtrack for Into the Woods, but I hate the movie because they took out all of the comedy mm. elements. Uh-oh. What? Lion King. Fair enough. <laughs> they took out Be Prepared. That was my favorite song. And you like the, mor- the Morning Report, don't you? I do, but that's only in, like, the Diamond Edition or whatever it is. So it's not in every animated mm-hmm. version. Like, they added it after they made the musical. Yeah, I do not like the remake. No. Everyone wishes Simba looked like actual Simba. Mm-hmm. but live action instead of looking like an actual lion because like, why would you uh, make it factually yeah. correct? Like, But yeah. you, you can't call it live action because it was all 3D animated. That's true. So it's still an animated movie. They just were like, yeah. ah, it looks kind of like a lion. <laughs> <sighs> okay, what minor inconvenience triggers you? Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of them I have. Oh, boy. Uh, minor inconvenience that triggers me. It's like, I think it's just any time that something doesn't exactly go like the way it's supposed to have gone. Fair enough. That, I try not to get mad about that, but yeah. Depends on my day. Yeah. Okay. My sister and I plug our phones into the same outlet to charge. Mm -hmm. And we both charge our phones overnight. And I, if my tablet needs charged, I charge it during the day. And so they're all over by that outlet. There's this little counter area over by that outlet with plenty of space for like five devices. And there's only three over there. And my sister sets her phone on top of my tablet or my phone every single day. (laughs) And I've asked her to stop and she's like, why? And then she just keeps doing it. And it's the dumbest thing to be mad about. And I know that, but I am so mad. 
<laughs> I get mad about doors. Doors? Close the doors. When no. you're leaving the room? No, not like leaving your room inside of the house. I'm saying like the outside door yeah. to the inside. Of course you would close that. Or close, I have a two-door system in my current apartment. Uh-huh. Why would you leave the other door like cracked open when no. you leave? I'm like, that's ridiculous. Who would do that? That's horrible. Yeah. My house is supposed to be a sanctuary without any <laughs> bugs in it. Yeah. I do my best. Yeah. And it upsets me to no bounds when that door is left a little bit open by someone else who's not me because I always shut it. Yeah. And like a moth gets in. <laughs> now I have to battle death from above. <laughs> and it's horrible. So kind of along the same lines, camping. I like camping. I don't enjoy campground bathrooms because they don't clean the bugs out of them. Like, I don't want to pee with a spider. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's probably worse for, like, uh, I, I'm in, a, in, a, in a urinary situation. I'm already up and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if that's where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so y- y- we went to a campground over the summer where they actually cleaned the bugs out. I was like, finally. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What animal do you feel best represents you? Um, a cat, because everyone tells me I am You are one. a cat. You yeah. are. Sorry. You can't you, you, yeah. I can't tell what animal I am. I don't know. I feel like, please do not take offense. I might take offense. A dog. A dog. Because you're like all the time, and this is the part that I'm like, please do not take offense. You want to go do something? <laughs> You want to hang out? Let's hang out. Let's go do something. You want to get coffee? You want to? Let's go on an adventure. And I'm not trying to be like offensive at all. I'm just saying, do you see it a little bit? Yeah. I am kind of a dog. Let's hang out with friends. I have friends. Let's hang out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. And it always is for the most simple reason. Also, it's like, I just gotta do this thing. It's like I don't have. I don't. You think I have like complex reasoning for why I do? I just do things. (laughs) I don't know. It's fine. And then there's me, the cat, who's like, nah. I hate people today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nice person, I swear. Yes. Yeah. Okay, final question. You ready? Mm-hmm. Final claw for today. Yeah. Am I stupid? Yes. Thank you for listening. If you have questions for the claw, a piece of weird and or nerdy news you'd like us to discuss, or any information about our podcast name, feel free to email us at wftnpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at we forgot the username. And you can bug me on Twitter at crazy underscore book nerd. Please come back. And remember, it is a podcast. <laughs>